Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Patriots Post Report. Happy, happy Monday, especially if you are a Patriots fan. That was great to see us get a win last night. What a what a sloppy game that was, though. I'm going to be brutally honest. But before we get into that, make sure that you guys go ahead and leave a rating review of the podcast if you do enjoy it. That would be much appreciated. Just kind of lets me know if you guys enjoy it or not. So that would definitely help me out a lot. Also, just make sure to kind of share the, the content around if you do enjoy it uh, with other people, family, friends, whatever you have uh, that, you know, helps it out as well. So hopefully you guys are doing well, though. Let's get into today's episode of Patriots Post Report. It was the New England Patriots at the Houston Texans for their game last night. Sorry if I do sound a little bit weird, guys. I will try to keep everything to a minimum with the coughing and everything. If I do, I do apologize. Um... I got, ended up getting sick on Thursday, I have a cold, so I do apologize for that if it sounds funny. But, um, yeah, so for game notes, you know, I think overall with the game, of course, I didn't get to watch it again, but I think overall of the game, it, it sounded very, very sloppy. You know, we give up 22 points, and I'm going to get into a lot of that stuff later, but we're going to, you know, we give up 22 points in the first half of the game. And then of course we end up being able to shut them out second half, but I don't want to get too far into any of that right now. Cause we will get into that later, but yeah. So first thing I had here is when the Texans scored first to make it six to zero, of course they missed the extra point. Both teams did on their opening scores, but anyway, yeah. So we, the, the Texans scored first, you know, I, I watched the game highlights whenever I can't watch the games, like physically being able to watch the game. And, yeah, I think that, you know, we really need to, as a, I think the Patriots as a whole, this, the team, the, the whole defense as a whole, we just, we need to stop allowing the teams, like our opponents to score first. I think that we are just, you know, we're, 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 we're very inconsistent with that right now. And I think that we always keep finding ourselves every single week in beatable teams too, like. Keep in mind, like, these are games that we we should be not winning easily because no game is easy, and I understand that. But th- these are games that we should be able to win. And, like, they're manageable games. They're games that we should be able to win, and we make it harder on ourselves. And, you know, we, we they, they scored first, and I understand, like, 6-0 to zero isn't that bad. But, like... You know, I do think that we do have to be able to, and based on how much they were scoring last night, how quickly they were too, or not how quickly, but, you know, how, like, how consistent they were to get to 22 points. I think that that was just a little too easy for them to get that 22. And we we just got to play tighter defense. Like, I understand, like, and, and this is kind of like what I was saying at first too. Like not, you know, I, I think that we – you know, the Patriots, I knew that, you know, whenever we have a solid defensive team, and I know we do, we just have to be able to really find that groove. Um, but I know that, like, with, pay, with past teams, you know, it, we get a little bit sloppy at first or whatever, and then we just have to kind of find that balance. And we have this, we have, we'll have, like, one really, really good defensive game early on in the season that'll be like our best defensive game yet and then you know we'll have a different and then we'll have like a 
you know, the next week we'll go back-to-back good defensive game. I feel like we kind of did that um, with the Buccaneers and in this game. You know, we, we had a really good, solid, like that was our best defensive game against the Tampa Bay Bucks, And then we go in in this game, and it was very sloppy first half, but then it's the second half we really kind of showed up, you know, didn't allow the, 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 the Texans to score at all the second half. We held them to 22 for the remainder of that game. And then we go on a little bit of a spree, and we are able to end up scoring, you know, pretty much every drive, no matter what, to, you know, they weren't all touchdowns, multiple field goals, but we were able to come down and score pretty much every single time. And there was very limited punting in the game. So I did enjoy that. Uh, I, I think that that second half was definitely very, very good, but there is a lot of stuff they need to clean up as well, I do believe. Uh, and then, you know, getting into the second, you know, the next thing here is something that we also haven't done at, you know, much this season is whenever the, the, the first, you know, the opponent scores first, we haven't been able to consistently, and I, I can't say we can, well, we consistently did it back to back to back for our team. But after, like, I have noticed through the first five games of the season, so like the past four games minus this game, the, the, the first of four games, that other, the opponent was scoring first, and we weren't able to score after that. So we weren't able to go on our first drive then, or whatever it was, our next drive after the opponent score, and we were in, you know, we weren't able to score, you know, our drive right after that to capitalize. And I think this game we were able to do that, you know, the the Texans go out and they score on their first opening drive, and then we go out on our opening drive, and then we score. Uh, and then, you know, and I think that that was just really key as well because what happens is, and what I've noticed with their, you know, other games is other teams will score first, but then we can't capitalize and come back and score. So then we have to find ourselves, and then we find ourselves getting a little bit of a slump in multiple drives and then that result in punts. And then the other teams are just, you know, continuously able to score on us. Um, I believe the Dolphins were able to do that on us the first game. Uh, Jets, we played a pretty solid defensive game. I think that or the Bucks game was our best defensive games. Those were our two best defensive games so far. I would say this Texans game, but it wasn't a whole game that we played well. It was just the second half uh, that we really kind of pulled out with the defense. And then, of course, you have... You know, the Saints, that was an awful defensive game, but they were able to continuously score, and we were never – you know, that I think that's actually a really good example. The text, the Saints game, excuse me. I think the Saints game was a really good example of, you know, the opponent scoring, and then we not – and then the Patriots not able to capitalize and come back and score. I think that that game was a really good example of that. Like, we kept finding ourselves in slumps, and the Patriots could not score – the, the run game was going absolutely nowhere. Um, the, you know, we've had running problems this whole season, but the run game was going nowhere. The offense was going nowhere. We kept stalling out, kept being, you know, we kept getting pushed back with penalties. Uh, we, we just couldn't drive the ball down the field. Mac Jones would put in position, you know, good positions to capitalize, but then just something else would happen. And, you know, it, it was just the whole thing. And I think that that just, that game just really goes on to explain how well that, I'm trying to explain that, like, 
and you know we we, we kept going into we, we we just kept getting into slumps with the Texans with the Saints game excuse me and we were just weren't able to capitalize and the, the Saints were just you know being able to keep put up points and then by the time that we actually try to do something well then we find ourselves in a hole right so then it gets like real tough like oh you know well what are we going to do now like now we find ourselves in a hole and now we're actually doing something so we need to be more alert earlier on I feel like and I think that that's just really something that was, you know, um, just a really big thing for our team last night to be able to go back and score because that's something we've done very, very limited this year. And I was just really happy to see that. Yeah, and so that's kind of what I got into a little bit, you know, keeping the games close. I I think I kind of just really – I'm not going to get into it too much because I just – I really just kind of talked about it. But, you know, keeping the games close, you know, like I said, the Saints game, we weren't able to, you know, we weren't able to score when they scored. We kept stalling out. We kept getting penalties. And I noticed that there was less of those, you know, this game. Uh, there were still penalties, but it wasn't anything like those games to where we kept getting knocked back and kept getting screwed over. So, you know, I, I think that that was definitely just a big thing as well, just being able to consistently go down and score no matter what it was to keep the game close. You know, because all those other games, we kept finding ourselves in holes. And then when we actually can muster something, it doesn't go very far because we're already in a hole and it doesn't do much for us. You know, we kept we keep trying to like we keep trying to do something late in games and we need to be able to stay consistent at that a whole game. You know, play the full 60 minutes with, you know, being alert and being in playing good situational awareness football. And that's just not something I think we've done this whole year. And I think we were able to do that this game, kind of. It, it started out late. It wasn't like a whole, you know, great game of football, full 60 minutes. It was a, definitely a second-half thing where it was later in the game. But at least we gave ourselves enough time to, you know, to do something. Like, it was basically the third quarter. The, the third quarter hit, and then it was basically just all Patriots after that. So, you know, you could definitely feel the momentum switch. It, it definitely seemed like there was a big momentum switch at that point. And also, I, I didn't write this down, but I did want to point it out. I thought that, you know, that last drive where it was 22-22, Mac Jones had to bring him down, you know, for a potential, well, at the time we didn't know it was going to be a, you know, Mac Jones final comeback, you know, comeback drive and win it, you know, where you came from behind and then, you you know, you're at, you're, you're on the drive that, you know, you're, you're on the drive, you're starting out a fresh drive, freshly off coming off of being able to stop the other team. And I think that we just, you know, being able to go down and score like that and just being good and being good with situational awareness, you know, bringing down the clock like that. Cause I think that's another thing too, you know, where we have leads, like I think the Buccaneers game kind of is good explanation of that. Like we just weren't able to, we had we kept we kept you know we're getting the leads, but we just weren't able to get the first downs and continue to drop the clock down. And unfortunately, we gave you know Tampa Bay the opportunity to hit that field goal, so to be able to get that lead. And I think that this just this game, Mac Jones being able to drive down with the ball and keep and continue to knock down the clock when it's tied 22-22, play the game how you want it to be played. So that way you can make the plays that you need to play, that, that you need to make to be able to put the team, the Patriots, in a good position to score. And no matter what it was, and I think that this Mac Jones did a really good job with that, and so did the the whole offense there. 
you know, and also just, uh, you know, you know, being able to knock the, 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 the clock down to 15 seconds, be able to hit that field goal, and then leave the Texans with absolutely nothing to work with. And that, I think that that's just – to close out a game, that's been our best this season, I feel like, for sure. And I think that if we could continue to do that, but also widen the score more so that way we're not winning close games like that, I think we if we could put on – you know, just if we could just continue to tack on more points – I think that that's a good thing as well. And also another thing I didn't write down as well, but I wanted to shout out our offensive line. Missed, I believe it was four out of our five offensive linemen. So I think that that was, you know, being able to hold up Mac Jones like that. And uh, it's really, really sad to say, but I think that that was our best, you know, I think that was our best offensive line performance this season. And it was where we were missing four out of five of our players. You know, they're, the, the whole – you know, offensive line getting hurt. And then the guys that we did bring in, you know, James Ferentz and all those guys, I think that they faced a lot of adversity with just all the hate that they were getting this week about like, oh, they're not going to be able to do it. Like, you know, what are you guys thinking? What are you guys saying? What are you guys, what are you guys doing here? Like, this isn't going to work. And then we were just able to hold up Mac Jones relatively team like the whole game. And you just see what he's able to do when he's does when he doesn't have pressure, the damage that he can do. And that just, you know, really kind of proved it last, you know, yesterday. So I think if we could continue to do that as well, uh, that that's going to help out a lot. And that's like half the battle right there. So I think if we could continue to do that, Mac Jones is going to be, it's going to be a lot easier on him. Let's just say that. Um, so, yeah, just a huge, huge, you know, shout out to the offensive line for holding on Mac Jones. Because I think that's been a big problem this year as well. And we just got to, you know, find the rhythm with that too. The whole thing is you just got to find – a rhythm and find a groove with all three phases of the game, offense, defense, special teams. You got to be able to find that balance and you just got to be able to hit that just right. And then when you do, you just got to keep executing on that. Keep, keep trying to make it better. Keep executing it, keep perfecting it and, you know, see what it can do for you. I, and I think that if we can do that, you know, this is, we have a lot of potential this season, but you know, Mac Jones, I don't care how well prepared he is. Any rookie is going to get bat, is going to get rattled by that kind of stuff, and that's just kind of things that you know. As a team, having a rookie quarterback, that's just something that we're going to have to learn to execute and do better, and try to eliminate that as much as possible. Because it's just at the end of the day, he, you know, he's going to get rattled by that. No, I don't. And again, I don't care how well prepared you are, you know, how well prepared you are by the best coach, by arguably the best coach in the league. You're gonna get rattled by that as a as a you know as a as a rookie. So that's just something that the Patriots are gonna to have to learn to execute better on and continue to eliminate as much as possible. So that way Mac Jones, you know, has an easier time and make his life easier as well. Um, yeah, and then just another thing too on defense. I know I talked about a lot about defense already, but you know, being able to we just gotta be able to stop the offensive drives. I think on defense, we just allow the teams, we allow our defenses, the, the, excuse me, we, us as a defense, we allow the offenses to be able to do, and, you know, whenever I think about, you know, what offenses have been able to do on their, on their offensive drives against our defense, I think that whenever I think about all what, what, what each of the five teams have in common, what each five of our opponents have in common to start out this season. So what the Dolphins, you know, what their offense, 
what what the uh, Jets offense, not the Jets offense, they, we played a pretty good game that game. What the Dolphins were able to do to us, what the Saints were able to do to us, what the Bucks were able to do to us, and what the Texans were able to do to us. What do all of those teams' offenses having offenses have in common against the Patriots' defenses to to start off the season? What do they all have in common? They all were able to control the opening drive and knock off at least seven and a half to eight minutes, possibly even ten some games. Knock you know knock off seven eight to ten minutes off the you know off the opening drive alone, and then end it in a score. And that's just, you know, that reminds me of whenever, and I keep, every time I see that this season so far, I always look back at our 2018 team. When we were, you know, when we were doing that to teams, you know, we would get the ball first, and then we would drive down the field just playing a heavy run game, driving down the field and knocking off seven, eight minutes, and then ending it in a drive, and then ending it in a scoring drive you know, completely tiring out the defense. That's what teams are doing to us right now. And I think that that's just a big thing that we need to try to knock out and try to eliminate because, and, you know, really get stops on fourth down more and, you know, on third down and, you know, force fourth down, you know, plays and force the punt more often because that's just, that's going to, you know, end up, you know, we have one extra game this season, the first time that we've ever done this. Everyone, everyone's bodies is used to a 16 game season, 16 week season. And that right there alone tires players out. We have to go one extra game this year in the regular season, plus playoffs if you make it. So I, I think that that's just something we're, we're really going to have to try and eliminate going forward to really try to preserve the energy of our defense, keep everyone healthy, you know, keep the defense off the field as much as possible. I know the defense for us was on the field a lot yesterday too, but we were able to, you know, it wasn't as much as other games, but we were able to, you know, make the plays when we needed to. Other games were on the field a lot and they just weren't able to do anything. This game, we were at least able to muster up something. So, you know, it, it, it went our way this time, but I think that that's just definitely something that we got to limit. I think the Texans, their opening drive went, I believe, 10 minutes to start off the quarter. Just their you know, drive alone, you know. So I, I think that that's just something we really have to eliminate and continue to just get better at and force fourth down more often and just, you know, knock out those, you know, start eliminating those 10-minute drives for the offense, for the opposing offenses, and just being able to get off the field quicker and get our offense out there more and a lot more efficiently as well. And I think that just doing stuff like that is really going to help bring this team to where we need it to be at the end of the day. So that's just something to look out, you know, keep an eye on for uh, moving forward. And then I kind of, for whatever reason, I think I kind of wrote the same thing multiple times. I'm going to just continue to skip down for things that I didn't see yet. Matt Judon, he's continue, you know, he he's really, really impressing right now. And, and I'm not surprised by it. I know Matt Judon's always been a, a hell of a player. Um, but, yeah, Matt Judon really, really fitting into this defense really, really nicely, showing that, you know, he can do the things that I always knew that he could do. You know, he continues to be the dominant force that I know he that he, I know he was back on Baltimore, if not even more. Uh, I think that he's just as dominant as he was with Baltimore, if not even more. 
because he is just that crazy right now. I think right now he actually has a record, I think it is. I want to look into that a little bit. I think he's got some sort of record for sacks right now. Um, I want to look into this a little bit more here. I think I heard something about how he's got a record with six and a half sacks, I believe. Or I think he either tied or he has a Patriots record for defense. Um, I'm trying to see where it was. Um, I thought there was something on him getting, him being like tying the Patriots team record alone, like not like national league record, but like Patriots specific record for defensive sacks. I don't know if he ended up breaking it or if he ended up tying it. But he ended up doing something, and I think he's got six and a half sacks right now that broke or tied a record. Um, let me see if I can find it. He's got third straight game with at least a sack. I know that. I'm not seeing it. If I can find it. I will definitely put it in the bio of this, the the description of this episode. Um, I don't I don't want to say it if it's not right, but I thought I heard something about that. I'm not seeing it right now. I have to go maybe on the NFL app or something, NFL.com. But yeah, that is something about something about that. I, I need to be able to find it. I, I I think there is something about it, but I don't want to speak on it when I don't actually have it up right now. I will see if I can find that, and I'll get it to you guys. But, yeah, Matt Judon's just really impressing. You know, made, had a couple crucial, you know, sacks last night in the game. Texans drove down and almost scored on us, and then Matt Judon with back-to-back sacks uh, on Davis Mills. So I think that those were definitely some good sacks as well. Good situation awareness. Knew that they are about to score. You know, they, they were, you know, they were in the red zone, and they were threatening to score. Matt Judon definitely – you know, was able to cancel that and knock that out of the equation. So that was a, a hell of a play, a couple, you know, a pair of plays by Matt Judon. Uh, so that's, you know, great that we have him. And I and I knew that when we were getting Matt Judon, I knew what we were getting out of the guy um, because you see what he could do back in his Baltimore Raven days. And I knew that we were getting something real special out of, out of Judon. I knew that we were going to, if not get the same Judon we saw with the Ravens, or if we were going to get an even better Matthew Judon. Because he's, you know, two great coaching staffs that he's been to, you know, and a great coaching staff in the Baltimore Ravens and a great coaching staff in the New England Patriots. Now, and, you know, and I think that, you know, I just I knew that he was going to be great for us as soon as we got him. So I was real happy when we, when we got that when we got that deal. And yeah, I just I continue to talk talk about the offense. I have it in here like three different times. I'm just gonna skip that. Yeah, I kind of talked about this too. We just need to be able to, you know, we need to stop the, you know, I think that just being able to drive down, and I think the Texans game is the greatest example of this. 
it's good when we score. It, it, don't get me wrong. Scoring three points, it, it, you you always want seven, but scoring three, going down and at least scoring three, at least just getting something out on the board, even if it's just three points is better than nothing. Don't get me wrong. I'll take that over no points any day because that's three more points that you didn't already have. But we need to be able to stop relying on the three-point. We need to stop relying on kicking a field goal, PATs. We need to stop relying on those. We need to be able to execute better and get in the end zone. And I know I touched on that already, but, you know, the opening drive thing, being able to, you know, being able to, being able to execute and muster up a touchdown drive, you know, scoring drive when the other team scores. And I think that that's just something that we did. We, we kind of did good, but we also did bad on. We were able to do that with the constant scoring, you know, to keep the game close and not, you know, get ourselves in a hole. But we also just got to stop relying on the three-point. We got to be able to continue to, you know, get touchdowns every single time. And I think that we just got to stop stalling out, you know, in the red zone. And we just – we got to be able to – we got to get something going to, like, get consistently – good at just getting touchdowns in the red zone. I think that that's once we can kind of clear that up, you know, get something going, get a solution going where, you know, we can kind of clean that up and, you know, turn those three points into touchdowns. I think that that's going to be way better off for us. And in the long run, it's going to serve us very, very well. Um, but that was just another big thing. Sorry about that guys. But uh, yeah. So, and then just Mac Jones, just, you know, Got a busted up chin last night. There's a whole bunch of blood on his jersey. Says he feels great after the game in his press conference. You know, just looking very, very poised continuously. Just, you know, be, I, I think and I think I, I, what's really made it with Mac Jones, I feel like for me anyway, speaking for me only, I feel like he has been in only in the first five games of his NFL career, of his rookie season, in just the first five games alone, he has seen so many different situations up until this point through five games that I think no other rookie quarterback that came out of this draft has seen. Like, he has seen way more situations in, in, in the NFL than any other rookie quarterback. Even, I feel like, Trevor Lawrence. And the only reason why I say that is because Mac Jones is having success with it. Trevor Lawrence is kind of, you know, eh, Trevor Lawrence is not really so hot right now. So, and I think just the, the fact that Mac Jones is just, the, the all the situations he's seen, you know, as far as situational goes, as far as defenses goes, I, I, and I just how his, and just how the offense goes and stuff, I just think, Every, all the situations that he's seen with all the block, you know, with all the being able to overcome the obstacles with, you know, the blitzes, how he's getting, you know, how he's delivering the ball to his receivers when the, when there's a hot blitz coming his way, you know, to seeing many different defenses, to the situational awareness aspect of everything, to how the offense runs, to how the coach runs it. To just being able to see all these different things that he has to overcome, that he has been able to do, and sure, not all of them. Yeah, we, we've most of them have come in the result of losses, but how he is, you know, how he's responding to these different challenges and these different situations in football 
through these first five games that I've seen has been very impressive. And I know, again, they haven't resulted in wins, most of them. But what I've seen and how he's overcome them, how he's faced them, how he's challenged them as a player has been really, really impressive. And I think this, you know, he continues to do the great pre-snap reads, continues to identify, you know, the blitzer, continues to identify who's going to, you know, continues to identify the mic, continues to identify what defense he's in, you know, where he needs to get the ball to. Does he need to make a transition? Oh, is, it, is this player going to cause a disruption? Do I need to switch it to the other side? Do I need to change this pass into a rush or into a run? Do I need to change this run into a pass? Do I need to trick someone? And I think just, you know, also seeing Mac Jones continue to go through all of his different reads, you know, continuing to make the check down, you know, continuing to make the different reads, you know, keep going to look. He goes to read number one. Okay, that's not going to work. Goes to read number two. That's not going to work. Read number three. That's not going to work. Read number four, if pot, if depending on the play, that's not going to work. Okay, and then he just relies on the check down and gets plays that way. He doesn't try to force it. I think there's been situations where he has done that. That's just rookie, you know, that's just a rookie thing. And he's going to learn with that. So, you know, that doesn't scare me because I know that he will overcome that. But just being able to see him go through all the different check downs and all the different, you know, motions of the offense, and I just think he's doing super, super well. I am very, very, you know, excited to see what this guy's got in the future. And it's just very, very impressive up to this point. But, hey, guys, I think what we're going to do is we're actually going to take a break, and then when we come back, we will look into the game stats with the official game book, and we will end up being able to close out the video then. So, yeah, we come back from the break. We'll be back. All right, guys, welcome back from that break. So we just got done talking about, you know, Mac Jones just being able to be as efficient as he has been, very, very consistent of a player, um, and, and, you know, just continuing to really, really impress, you know, not only me, but, you know, just everyone else as far as, you know, standing out from the rookie class. So I think he's just doing really, really well. And then kind of just going off that now, kind of getting into the game stats, like I would always do, I, you know, I always like to link down the official game book. Of course, that'll be back in the description again as well for you guys to look at. Um, but I wanted to get into, you know, and I always get into the players that made a difference in the game. So I won't talk about everyone but I'll talk about the players that truly did something in the game, truly made a difference. Uh, the guys that stood out and made, made plays. And I'll only talk about our team, of course. So, obviously, Damian Harris, he, he, you know, he, 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 he did really, really well. Goes for 14 rushing attempts with 58 yards. I believe, yep, 50, 58 yards on 14 attempts for a touchdown. Obviously, did really, really well. Got a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, good yardage out of his plays, out of his runs. Did a lot with the ball when he needed to. You know, made the plays that he needed to make and was able to score a touchdown out of it. And then Brandon Bolden, he didn't score a touchdown, but he had two attempts for 25 yards. I thought that his one play, that his, or not one play, but his, you know, good couple plays, got a really good chunk play. I thought that that one was really, really well Um he got that big chunk play that definitely helped with our field position and being able to flip it. And so I thought he did really, really well there. Ramondre Stevenson playing his game goes for 11 attempts for 22 yards, 23 yards, excuse me, doesn't score though. And then let's see what else we got here. Nothing really else kind of going in for the rushing game, but I just thought overall we played pretty solid. 
um, got the, you know, got plays when we needed to, didn't just completely get stuffed. You know, we were able to make the plays that we needed to. Mac Jones, looking at his stats alone, he's again looking very, very consistent with his completion, with his completions and, you know, and attempts. By the end of games, it's, you know, his attempts and completions has been, you know, for the through the first five games of the season, I've noticed that his attempts and completions have been very, very consistent within each other. Only missing by an average of, it seems about like, he seems to miss about five, about 10, maybe 10 to 12, you know, passes a game. And seems to be very, very consistent with between 30 attempts throwing and somewhere around 20-something completion. So he, he went 30 of 21, had 30 throwing attempts, completed 21, which means he had nine misses. Uh, so I think overall, you know, he's obviously – or nine misses. 11 misses, excuse me, I'm stupid. 11 misses, 30 of 21, goes for 221 yards throwing with a touchdown and a pick. I thought that that play was just a – I don't know. I, I think that, you know, he threw a pick. I think that whenever we you, we see quarterbacks throw picks, we just immediately say that, the, that you know, that quarterback played a bad game. How many times has Tom Brady thrown a, a pick with the Patriots? And then everyone just, you know, he had a very, very good game otherwise, but just threw, like, one really bad pass. And then we just immediately say that he played awful because he threw a pick. That's not, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you know, say that one pick in the whole game of football, you know, you can't determine that that's just automatically means he had a bad game. I think it was just a bad, you know, it's part of him being a rookie. He just made a bad read. And he just made a simple bad throw. Uh, but it didn't end up costing the outcome of the game, obviously. So that, you know, didn't really prove to matter. But go 30 of 21 for 221 yards and a, and a touchdown as long as going along with a pick as well. And, uh, yeah, and I just thought, you know, he played overall really, really solid, played really, really poised, you know, continues to look really poised in the pocket, steps up into the pocket to make his throws, looks very, very confident doing so, throws a good ball, and delivers it where he needs to, when he needs to. And just, yeah, he's just doing really well for himself. And I, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, with what I'm seeing out of him. When you go to look at the, you know, receiving department here, you go to Hunter Henry, who's had a pretty, pretty productive day, I'd say. Him and Mac Jones hooked up quite a bit. Hunter Henry ended up receiving eight targets by the end of the game, going along, going along with six different receptions, going along with 75, uh, you know, 75 yards for – one touchdown. I thought, you know, his touch Mac Jones's touchdown throw to Hunter Henry. That was a beautiful, beautiful pass. And then a of course a great situational grab by Hunter Henry being, you know, near the sideline when he caught that, being on the edge of out of bounds, being able to, you know, keep himself in when he caught that. There he could have easily went out of bounds catching that ball. And I just think that he made a good play as well, keeping himself in bounds and making that play. So he did really well. And then you also have Jacoby Myers with five targets for four receptions on 56 yards. And unfortunately, no touchdown. Hunter Henry was our only was our lone touchdown of the game, unfortunately. I just think everyone else, you know, has been really, you know, was productive in the sense of getting the ball down the field and just making just making plays when they need to. And then Brandon Bolden, of course, in the receiving department, like he always has done. 
goes for four targets with four receptions for six yards. And then you also have, you know, Nelson Aguilar and also four receptions as well, you know, four targets as well for three receptions on 32 yards. Kendrick Bourne continuing to get looks as well with three targets, two receptions. I think this is the least amount of targets he's had. Kendrick Bourne is usually leading the targets and receptions, but that is okay. And then, of course, you had Nikhil Harry, who got two targets for a reception for nine yards. Uh, I just think overall, you know, getting the ball down the field was, you know, we did well with that. Being able to kick field goals, obviously, I wish we could see more offensive scoring, you know, as far as like our actual offense, not, you know, PATs. But, of course, we will take field goals whenever we can and just get points whenever you can get them because you never know when you'll get the ball next. And you never know when you'll score next. So, you know, I like I like I, I talked about time of possession a lot. You know, what can we, you know, who ended up winning and being able to play the game their way. And we actually ended up having – the Patriots ended up having the ball about, let's say mm, – I want to say about a half a minute. We had the ball for 30 minutes and 44 seconds to the Texans, 29 minutes, 16 seconds. So that game definitely could have gone either way. I think the Texans, you know, they were able to score after, except for their opening drive. I think they were able to score relatively easily after that. So I think, but if they would have been able to play the game more slowly and more slow paced, rather than that quick paced, Offense, I think they would have won time of possession. They definitely got, which would make sense though, because I mean they definitely though got more plays in. We just outcompeted them. I think Mac Jones actually, you know, when he was when he said that in his press conference, that definitely was the moral of the game. They out they outplayed, but New England outcompeted, and I think that that was just obviously the difference in the game. And like things like red zone efficiency, New England goes two hundred five, which is forty percent, and then Houston ends up going one for two, which is fifty. So I think that that was definitely, you know, mm, or no, excuse me, wait, did I look at the wrong thing? No, I did not. Okay, so that's you know definitely a difference there being able to go, you know, twice for forty percent. So obviously, what you know. Houston, you know, going 50, and then I don't know why it says that for. Anyway, but, yeah, that, you know, New England just being able to, you know, get chip, you know, not chip shot field goals the whole time. They had, you know, Nick Folk had to knock down a couple 50-yarders. But, you know, so some some from a couple, you know, from a little bit of distance, but they ended up being able to knock them down, on you know, nonetheless. And then, of course, extra points, Nick Folk. Um, penalties, this is usually a big thing. So New England ended up going with five penalties for 27 yards. Houston ended up going for eight for 70. So penalties was definitely a big thing in that game. And I think just New England-wise in general, New England did really well, you know, not allowing as many penalties. Normally they lead the games and penalties afterwards. And I think that New England, it's, you know, themselves did really well holding off, but obviously Houston had a problem with them last night, so that ended up costing them as well a lot of yardage. 70, you know, 70 yards in penalties alone. Um, 
So that's usually a good thing to look at. And this is a big thing of like, this is a big good example of, you know, outplayed, but also, but New England outcompeted. Houston definitely outplayed. We had two touchdowns as opposed to their three. They outplayed us, but we outcompeted them. They, you know, as far as comp- as far as competing those goes, they left their foot off the gas pedal. New England kept driving, and that's what ultimately won us the game. Uh, anything else I want to kind of point out? Third down efficiency. New England goes six of eleven, which is about fifty. I'll, I'll go about fifty-five percent. It's about it's at, sitting at fifty-four and a half. I'll say about fifty-five then. Houston goes six of fourteen, which is forty-two <clears> percent. <throat> so New England definitely made more of the clutch plays when needed. And then you go fourth down efficiency. New England went, you know, zero of zero. Houston, Houston actually executed three out of three times. So they did really well on those. And then you look at first downs for rushing. We had 21 to their 14. For passing first downs, we had six to their two. And then by penalty, we had three. They had two. So we got one more extra penalty out of a first down than they did. Um, yeah, it was just overall sloppy first half, come back to second half, keep them scoreless. I think that, that was definitely good. Uh, 25-22 was your final. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for today's episode of the Patriots Post Report. I did also want to say, after this actually, I'll say it. Thank you guys so much for being here. I really hope you guys also did enjoy it as well. But please make sure to leave a rating review if you did enjoy, as it kind of just lets me know if you guys enjoyed it or not. I would definitely really appreciate that. And just kind of sharing it around with people, family, and friends that you may know. But kind of getting back into what I was going to say, is I do apologize for missing out on last week's game, Patriots Post Report with the Buccaneers game. What For whatever reason, this my second podcast, as you know, is on the same platform, Anchor, as my main podcast. So I always switch between, you know, whenever I go to my main show, I always, you know, and have to do this show, I have to switch the account to, from the main show to this one. And what had happened was it just kind of, it, I was trying to log into this account for the last game to record. And it just, I, I kept trying and it just wasn't working. It didn't want to load. It wasn't working for whatever reason it decided to today. Um, I hope it's not that inconsistent. I, I, I do feel bad I couldn't get that episode out. I had a lot of game notes for the Bucks game because that was the first Patriots game I was able to watch all year. Um, so I had a lot of notes written down. I was really looking forward to that episode. I was really, really pissed off that I couldn't get that episode out for you guys. For whatever reason, it just wasn't loading, but this time it did. So I was able to get this one out for you guys. But I kind of just wanted to get that out there for what you guys wondering why I didn't upload. That is the reason why. Um, so I do feel... No, I do feel bad about that. I apologize. We're able to get this one out, though. I'm really happy about that. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Let me know if there's anything you guys would like to see differently with this show. Let me know if you guys have any comments, concerns, anything that you may think would be make it better, or if there's little things that you'd like to see me do differently. You know, just let me know. See what you guys would like. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Again, Patriots one twenty five twenty two. I will see you guys next week when we take on the Dallas Cowboys. For that Patriots Post report and a recap and everything, I'll see you guys later. Have a good week.